Okay, good morning, everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Shalom Aleichem. Hope everyone's having an easy fast. We have three um, amazing shurim today. And let us begin with Davar Yafa Be'itai. Before we begin, um, I want to share with everyone how to subscribe to our emails. This way you're up to date on all the latest updates. We have a lot of exciting news today. Um, first of all, uh, part of the news uh, broke on Wednesday, and the other news broke this morning. I just spoke with uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowicz, and there is a historic opportunity now to translate the Svarim into both Spanish and French. So if anybody would like to uh, participate in that, it's a very major undertaking that we're doing. If you want to be from the Asara Rishonim, uh, Spanish and French, we're starting with the Mystery and the Majesty. You could contact us to participate. Um, okay, some uh, very exciting news. You could check out this this coming week. Um, there is a beautiful Yaakai Kala program in Amsterdam. So if you find yourself over there, um, please say hello. But we have uh, amazing news coming up. And that is for the first time ever, we're having the Kala. Um, we have uh, limited space. We have a few rooms that are already booked. So please uh, contact us immediately. And uh, we're going to have very interesting shurim, new material um, about uh, the events that are unfolding, uh, the war, and Bezos Hashem, the coming of the Gula. It's March 3rd to 5th. It's going to be taking place in Miami. Uh, if you want to join us, please contact us right away. Also, uh, there's a trip on uh, the end of February to uh, visit the Makomas of the Chachme Italia. In the footsteps of the Chida, by the way, it's going to be during the Chida's yard site. So we're going to be where the Chida was originally buried uh, during those days. So it was very interesting. You could join us. Um, okay, and away we go. We're going to start with the Yishtir Davar Yafa B'Itai. So this is uh, Parshas Vayigash, an amazing uh, connection between Parshas Vayigash and the Zman of the year. So now we're holding in Chodesh Teves. Something we know about Chodesh Teves, the Sefer Yitzira teaches us that in Chodesh Teves, Hashem was Mamlet. Hashem coronated the letter Ayin Biroyged. Every month is associated with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and every month is associated with a different uh, Midah. The month of Teves is connected to the letter Ayin and to the Midah of Roiges. So we see a lot of emphasis on the Ayin in this week's parsha. We have the Pasuk, we also have the Pasik, Yosef Yashif Yadai Aleinacha. Um, so that's the emphasis on the Ayin. Next, we also have a lot of mention and connection with the, the Mid of Roiges, because the opening targum on this week's parsha on the Pasik Vial Yichar Apucha Beabdecha, Targum says Vilayiskaf Rugza Beabdach, also Vial Al Tirgizu Badara. So these were some ideas that uh, my friends, Robert Fall Ansel of France and Rabbi Salah Eliezer Levy shared with me. Okay, now 
we've mentioned that uh, the idea of the base Mishai, uh, Rav, Rav Fisher, Zerotagabracha, who uh, proposes that the Mechiras Yosef occurred on Astar Beteves, in the month of Teves. And he brings a remez that it happened uh, in the month of Teves because the the mazel of Teves is Gedi, and Yosef was sold for a Gedi Izim. My friend Rabshua Batnik also added, it's not on the sheet, but he suggested uh, this morning, that Yosef was stolen. He gunav gunav me'iti. Me'iti, Aleph, so there's actually a remnant that Yosef was sold in the month of Teves. He gunav gunav is gematria Teves. That's a gematria that Rishamshin Mashapoli discusses. That et in general is gematria Teves. That being the case, that would be another remnant. And therefore, in this week's parsha, which takes place during Chodesh Teves, is sort of a tikkun for Bechiras Yosef. Where they go, uh, they go down and they risk their lives really to rescue him. Okay. We also know that Vayigash is associated with Hanukkah. It's often read the Shabbos after Hanukkah, which means that the Kedusha of Hanukkah is latent in Parsha's Vayigash. And there are many Ramazans of Hanukkah this week. Parsha, we mentioned uh, in some of the Svarim, Rib Simchabunim of Parshizcha and the Bnei Saskar both bring. That the word goishna is a remez to the letters on the sivivon, the dreidel, which is neis gadol vayasham. So goishna is a remez to the dreidel. Also, I would add that the 66 in the fasha, they go down to Mitzrayim. There are a total of 70 when Yaakov gets there, but 66 go down to Mitzrayim. That's a remez to Yavan. It's levatel Yavan. And uh, we also brought that the Belzareba and it brings an amazing remez. Four times the brothers go down to Mitzrayim and they come up four times. The remez for, to the Dalit Golusim. The Dalit Golusim. So the remez to Goishna and the 66 is in the third descent because the third descent of the brothers is Marames to Golos Yavan. Okay. Um, we know that on the eighth day of Teves, the Torah was translated into Greek. So actually, I, I told Rabbi Zlatowitz this morning that it's very good news for me to be able to translate the Svarim into different languages to hear about it on Sarba Teves. So the Sarba Teves, the Gentiles translated the Torah. So how are we masaking that? We're masaking that by translating it properly. So what could be a better day to be mishtatik in translating Svarim than on Sarba Teves? Actually, I want to tell you something. I never said this over. If you look in the Hakdama of the Yalkov Mayam Loyes, Yalkov Mayam Loyes was written by Rabbi Yaakov uh, Kuli, who was uh, the author of the... Uh, he really put together the Mishnah Lamelech, and he was a great guy, but he sort of gave up his time to write the Mayam Loyes. And he, he says... You know, if you, if you are wondering, why am I spending time writing about Midrashim for basically the layman when I could write on a much higher level? He says, who is greater than Moshe Rabbeinu? What did Moshe Rabbeinu do in this time? 
he translated the Torah to 70 languages. So he says, we need to learn from Moshe Rabbeinu to make the Torah as available and accessible in any possible venue as possible. Anyway, on the 8th of Teves, the Torah was translated by Tamayah Melech, and it was dark for three days. Comes the Chassam Soifer. He says, the meaning of the Pasuk in Shashirim, Al Ginois Egois Yoradati, to the nut garden, I went down. Ginas is Rashi Tevais. Gamatria, Noitrikoin, Tamura. These are three different methods of darshing the Torah. You could take numerical value, Gamatria. You could take Noitrikoin. Noitrikoin is like Rashi Tevais. Or Tamura. You could substitute letters like Atbash and other systems. And the reason why when the Yavadim translated the Torah, darkness descended the world to the world for three days is because when you translate the Torah Shabbat you lose all of these hidden methods. You lose Gematria, you lose Nitrikon, you lose Timura. And not only did we lose all of this, uh, because there's no way to have a Gematria or any of these other systems in any other language, but we also were drawn after the Chachma. Yosef turns to the brothers and he says, he says, look, I'm speaking to you in Lashon HaKodesh. If I'm speaking to you in Lashon HaKodesh, that means you could discern in my words, Gematria, Rashi Tevois, Tamura. That means I must have maintained my level of Kedusha. The Taras Moshe explains further that why is Hebrew called Lashon HaKodesh? What's holy about the language? What's holy about it is the fact that it's elusive. That Kalisov forgets it very easily. That shows that it's holy. The fact that we that we forget it um, after seventy years in Babel, says Sam Soifer, the fact that they forgot it after seventy years, that shows it's holy. And the reason they forgot it is because they didn't preserve their kedusha. Therefore, Yosef is telling his brothers, "Look at me. Don't be." Don't question me. Don't think that I've fallen in Madriga. I'm still speaking Lashon HaKodesh. If I'm still speaking Lashon HaKodesh, that means that I am able to, uh, that I have successfully preserved my Kedusha. One last idea is we all know the famous comments of Abu Draham. Abu Draham says that if Asar B'Teves would fall out on Shabbos, we would even fast on Shabbos. And the Chassam Soifer explains the reason for that is because other Tanisim are just Tanisim of mourning as opposed to Asura B'Teves where we're not just mourning, we're asking Hashem that the cycle of Korban should not begin this year. Chassam Soifer brings an idea from the Mekubalim that every year on Asura B'Teves Hashem convenes and he decides whether the whether the uh, cycle of Horbin will begin again. Of course, we know the cycle of Horbin begins on Asar Mateves. Asar Mateves is when the Bukhanetzer surrounded the walls of Beit HaMikdash. 19 months later on Tisha B'av, the walls were destroyed. Beit HaMikdash was destroyed. And every year on Asar Mateves, Hashem convenes with the Bezant Shomala whether there'll be a cycle of Horbin this year. What's amazing is Yonis and Ibishitz reveals that Mashiach will be conceived on Asar Mateves. So on the one hand, it's the day where the cycle begins, and it also is the day that the cycle could be reversed. A remez to this idea of the Abudraham. 
that if Asar Batavis would fall out on Shabbos, we would fast even on Shabbos, is the fact that Chazal say that the Pasuk in Miketz, and then in the morning that they were sent out, it was Shabbos. And on that day, Yosef falls out, falls on the neck of Binyamin and he cries, Ubinyamin, Bacha al Savarav. What were they crying about? Rashi says the Chorben. The Chorben? You're not a cry on Shabbos. There's a remez to the din of the Abujraham that for Asara Beteves, in order to, so to speak, stop the cycle, prevent the cycle from beginning, you could do so even on Shabbos. So this is the connection. My friend uh, Rabbi Yisrael Eliezer Levi suggested uh, this is the connection, according to some cipher, to uh, Asar Batibis and Parshas Vayigash. Okay, Rabbi Sai, next up.